0: And we're on. This is the Let's Talk Cheer podcast, and I'm your host, Jason Larkins, where we talk cheer, we talk life, and we talk whatever comes to mind. 5, 6, 7, 8, let's get started. This is episode 2. Not sure if there's going to be an episode 3, but thank you for watching. Joining, and in today's episode, I'm giving you my opinion on adding an additional year of eligibility to our seniors and super seniors who didn't get the chance to complete their season due to the effects of the virus. And, like I said in episode one, you are allowed to disagree with me, you're allowed to have your own opinion. Please be nice in the comments, but again, this is just my opinion now about a month ago i started seeing coaches lobbying for the usasf to grant athletes aging out of senior divisions one more year of eligibility and obviously since that lobbying started happening we haven't heard anything official from the usasf but then earlier this week this little gym called top gun you might have heard of them in miami florida they posted on their facebook the letter that they sent to the usasf and it basically asked hey Let these seniors, these super seniors get one more year and finish what they've started. And a lot of you guys already know this, but I am the cheer director at American Cheer in Bakersfield, California at American Cheer underscore underscore on Instagram and on Twitter. And my heart absolutely breaks for all of our athletes whose cheer career is going to end the way it looks like it's currently going to end. And I selfishly hope that they change the rule and that we can finish what we started. However, I do have a couple of stipulations. First, I think it should be for athletes currently registered to senior teams. Say it louder for the people in the back. I think it should be for athletes currently registered to senior teams. Meaning if Susie were on an open team this season or worse, she wasn't cheering at all. She can't go back and be on a senior team. She can do open all day long if she falls into one of those two categories. Second, I believe that the athlete should be a part of the same cheer program. If Susie cheered at American as a super senior, in order to extend her eligibility, she needs to be cheering at American again. She can't go and super duper senior at Jason Larkin's All-Stars. If we let either one of those things slide, I think we're defeating the purpose of this whole movement. However, before I listed my stipulations, I mentioned that I selfishly hope that they change the rule. Believe me, I love our seniors and super seniors, every single one of them, and I wouldn't complain at all about having all of those athletes in our program for a few more years. But is that really what's best for those individuals? I think this is one area in the All-Star community where we started to get a little selfish, we have stopped sending athletes to college, and I don't think that's something we should be proud of. I wish I had real-life numbers and data to back this up, but you're going to have to humor me today and just go off of my mere observations. Now, I'm guessing all of you guys all saw the hit show on Netflix, Cheer, featuring Navarro College. Navarro, Navarro, I go, I literally go back and forth all the time on how I pronounce it. But anyway, if you watched, you probably noticed that they only competed against one other team, TVCC the Trinity Valley Cardinals. However, back when I was cheering, and I always feel like I'm an a grumpy old man when I say stuff like that, but back when I was cheering, that division was a lot deeper. It only had Navarro and Trinity Valley, but it had Barton and Hutchinson and Kilgore, OCC, Tyler, weatherford and i'm sure i'm you know leaving a couple out and it's not only that division but all of those divisions when you go and look at college nationals all of them have depleted they're not nearly as deep as they were 15 years ago but the weird thing is is that cheerleading as a whole has done nothing but grow since that time so why aren't we seeing these athletes cheering in college and not only that But before I was here at American, I coached at California Baptist University, shout out to my Lady Lancers, and one of my main jobs was recruiting. And it was crazy to me how many times we would offer an athlete a spot on the team with scholarship and then that athlete would later decide that she wanted to super senior and do another year of all-star cheer, right? Like, doesn't that seem kind of odd? Right, CBU hasn't lost a single competition since 2013. This was a lot of these athletes' dream team, their dream school. They'd make the team, get offered a scholarship, and still choose to do another year of all-star cheer. And I'm not mad at those athletes. I'm not mad at the programs they went back to. But shouldn't we be a little concerned that athletes are regularly choosing all-star cheerleading over a higher education? And I know that a traditional college education isn't for everyone i know that it's not best for everyone and there are plenty of instances where the student athlete isn't mature enough to move away from home yet and doing another year of all-star cheer truly is what's in their best interest but i think that we we have to acknowledge that the landscape has completely shifted again when i cheered i know grumpy old man but when i cheered open teams were a novelty now they weren't as novel as parent teams but still, only a couple of programs even had open teams, and they only offered two divisions. Open co-ed, open all-girl, in what we would consider level 7. Today, we offer open divisions in level 4, level 6, and level 7. And we offer them in all-girl, small co-ed, large co-ed, club, and international. And I actually have a friend who's always pitching that we should have a senior international level one team. And he is crazy if he thinks I'm going out there and doing a back walkover. But again, all of that was just kind of food for thought, trying to play devil's avid kit. But there's one other thing I want to bring up. And it's the comparison of the USASF to the NCAA. Hey guys, if you haven't already, now is a great time to subscribe. And don't forget to leave a five-star rating. Five, six, seven, eight, let's get back to it. Now, you may or may not know this, but they extended the eligibility for athletes in the NCAA, right? So college athletics. However, it's only been extended for spring sports. Now, I think we all go, okay, that sounds fair. They didn't extend it for fall sports. You know, football already finished, volleyball already finished. They had their regular season. There's no need for an additional year of eligibility. But I think what's important is that they did not extend the eligibility for winter sports. Most notably, the most popular winter sport is basketball. And probably the most popular event in all of college athletics, March Madness, also known as the NCAA basketball tournament. That whole thing was canceled. And that is the pinnacle of of their season, and probably the pinnacle of most of those athletes' whole entire basketball careers. And when I was in college, our basketball team made it to the NCAA tournament, and it was a huge deal for our school, especially a little school like the one I went to. Huge deal for us. So many conference champions won't be crowned this year, nor will a national champion be crowned, and the NCAA did not extend their eligibility and they said it was because they already had their regular season, right? So one could argue that Cheer already had their regular season. Jamfest, UCA, NCA, Cheer Sport, and Jams have all already taken place. And for us out here on the West Coast, there's only one more Worlds Bid event, and that is USA. After that, everything is what we would consider postseason, right? Summit Worlds. So again, if this happens, I won't be mad. I won't be mad at all. I just thought it was important to point out the distinction that the NCAA wasn't just extending everyone's eligibility and that they didn't extend eligibility in the sport most people would have liked to see get an extension. But this is what I'll say. As much as I'd like to see this happen, it's a very real possibility that it won't. And if it doesn't, guys, it's not the end of the world. It will be okay. It's very unfortunate, very, very unfortunate, and I empathize. But those athletes will eventually move on and be better for it. But guys, I think that's enough for today. And just remember, this is just my opinion on cheer, life, and whatever comes to mind. 5, 6, 7, 8, we're out. Hey guys, I really hope you enjoyed today's show. Do me a quick favor, hit that subscribe button and let your friends know about this podcast. It's a great way for you to show your support for the channel. I'm your host, Jason Larkins, and you've reached the end of Let's Talk Cheer with Jason. Thanks for listening.